Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spesh. Hello. What's new this week, Derek? Uh, same old crap, man. You always ask me that. There's nothing new. <laughs> Absolutely nothing new. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, there is something new in our studio this evening. Yes. We have a special guest with us, Mike Burns. Hey. From Windsor. That's me. Uh, Mike has been a friend of ours for... Ooh. Too long? Yeah, too long. Uh, Way too long, I think. Uh, um, <laughs> we've been canoe tripping for 12 years, 10 yeah, 12 years, something yeah, like that give now. or take, yeah. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Mike Burns was on our show via phone, ooh, over a year ago now. It was early on. It early, would have been yeah. spring of last year. We talked to him. We interviewed you about uh, Cedar Stripper Canoes. Yes, yes, you did, yeah. Yes, because Mike yeah. uh, is, is big on building Cedar Strip Canoes in his garage. Yepper. Uh, he's got, what, three of them, four of them? Th- three of them, Three, yeah. three, three three another one in the works, or what? Uh, this winter coming, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. What are you building? Solo? Oh, you did build, did you already well, build a solo? Well, I have solo? two solos now. The next one will be another tandem, but yeah. uh, what what style yet, I don't know. Still to be uh, determined. Yes, yeah, some research Because you got involved. a Winisk, you've got an Osprey. Two Ospreys oh, and a Winisk, Osprey. yeah. yeah. That's right, because you try to improve upon it yes. because you're trying to get it I try to make one a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah, you're still not there yet. I can't do it. Yeah. It's not going to happen, buddy. Not going to no. happen. No. Uh, but no, Mike's Mike's been uh, canoe tripping with us for, for a number of years now. We've been on a few different uh, ones. And uh, like I said, we went out there and and uh, spent some time with him uh, looking at his canoes. And we actually went to um, Michigan, the Quiet Water Symposium, Yeah. this uh, yeah. past spring. Uh, went out there. That was, that was a good show. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. That should give you some ideas on what to do with your next canoe. Yeah, they, there's a lot of examples of this uh, design they put on the sides, and you know, it's uh, different colors of wood and stuff. So I, I definitely want to put in uh, some design on the sides here for sure. Yeah, there is yeah. Uh, definitely a lot of different um, yeah. makes, models, designs, yeah, different yeah. Pi- types of wood yeah. that they're using to darker darker yeah. colors. And oh that. yeah, yeah. But that takes a lot to do that. Yeah, it does. You start looking <laughs> at these guys and, the, and what they're doing is yeah. Uh, mm-hmm quite involved but i mean if, if you're doing it over a nice canadian winter over absolutely you know yeah. seven months or so yeah. you know. <laughs> winter's not quite that long but <laughs> well when do you put your canoe away end of october yeah, yeah. november december january february march april may yeah. okay yeah you're right seven months, seven months. <laughs> do we need to get into this education discussion again yeah. i got more education <laughs> I can count because I've got seven fingers. <laughs> maybe I was, maybe I'm in denial over how long winter is. Maybe, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, we when we saw those uh, the kayaks that they were doing, even the uh, the skin over frame uh, kayaks, and just some of the designs they were making and, and stuff, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think you should do something like that. I'm not a real kayak lover. Uh, pass it off to somebody. Christmas <laughs> present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When's maybe. your birthday? When's your birthday, Derek? June 29th. Uh, Birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> next year, maybe. Yeah. Next yeah. next year. Yeah. You guys missed it this year. What? No, we didn't. It's July 26th. Yeah. Oh. My birthday's June 29th. Yeah. We didn't miss it. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> there's a, there's yeah. a difference between missing it and ignoring it. My daughter is June 29th. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. There you go. <laughs> I remember, I'm going to remember it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done deal. Next year. So, so, <laughs> so over this coming winter, yeah. you build a nice tandem canoe. Mm-hmm. Some nice designs in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And come June, yeah. remember it's Derek's birthday. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> and when you give me that canoe, I'll take him out for a birthday ride. <laughs> It's all good. So uh, we're halfway through uh, summer already. I can't believe that. It's already the end of July. Yeah. You know, August is left and we're jumping into September, October, the the shoulder seasons. Days are getting shorter now. My favorite Mm -hmm. time for camping, September, October. Yep. Mm -hmm. Less Um, bugs. Yeah. You know what? September, I was thinking of going in October, like the Thanksgiving trip I always do. Uh, But I was thinking of taking Tracy this year, but she's apparently working. So that one's out the door. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it would be nice to do a fall colors trip. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if we just end up doing a, a weekend thing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Just do a, an overnight or somewhere close to the Highway 60 corridor or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that'd be That's right. what we can do. Yeah. But uh, no, that's uh, just a couple of weekend things left planned. We had our big trip there in the fall, or the, the spring, I should say. And uh, 
What about you guys? You guys got anything left? Vacation? Oh yeah, I always too. I have too much vacation. Can't use it all. Pass them my way. <laughs> Pass them Mike's way. He'll use some for you. <laughs> no, you guys got any more trips you thinking of doing in the fall? Yeah, well, I got to get it with the. We're gonna do. Is, is the fall colors happen? You know, like there's. Uh, that's gonna be. You know. Yeah, because you and Mike did the one back in July. Yeah, Clarny in July. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys gonna go somewhere in? No, I, well, I'm going with family. We're not. Oh, you're going with family. Yeah, we you guys aren't gonna go anywhere. Where? What are you doing in the fall? Uh, it's wide open. Um, yeah. I only have a few days left, uh, so it'd be just some two or three nighters. In the I fall. tend not to plan stuff ahead of time. I, I tend to I just wing it. go. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just boring this week. <laughs> uh-huh. But no, it's I like I like just kind of throwing throwing all the crap into the back of the car and heading off into Algonquin and doing a quick weekend trip. But no plans. Just like I, one thing I like to do is you just show up at the at the gate. And you say, what's available? I'll take it, right? So, yeah, there's a couple places on Burn Island Lake. Go ahead, right? Yeah. Oh, now you're taking the kids. Yes. Yeah. Because they're into that. Yes. Your son's doing trips with his buddies now? Uh, Well, he did the one there in the spring. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Whether he goes again... Uh, they had rain almost every day and, yeah. uh, but they stuck it out, didn't they? I they remember watching it, it on, uh, yeah, I followed them on the spot, the, yep. the link I gave them in my yeah. spot and, uh, they, I was watching every day and I said, they're getting closer to the access. I said, oh, they're going to bail. They're going to bail. And, <laughs> you know, I'm at, you know, watching on my breaks at work and I'm like, they're going to bail and no, they stuck it out. They, uh, they went through all the rain and the wind and the cold temps and uh, they stuck it out and they got home and. Uh, the last night they were there, uh, his buddy, he said they were just shivering around trying to light oh, a yeah. fire, and they had a hard time just trying to stay warm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, they stuck it out in there. But whether they go again or not, I don't know. They Maybe they find out it's going to be nice weather. You should take. You should go with them. They take a tandem. You take your osprey. Yeah, yeah, we could do. Right? Uh, yeah, we could do like a father and son kind of thing. Mm. Maybe if his buddy brought his father, it'd be all right. Maybe yeah, that's a possibility. Um, um, you know, my son's like going to be 24 now, so, you know, <laughs> uh, well, they still like to go once in a while. They, oh, they yeah. start to mature. Yeah, but maybe not yeah. with the parents, right? Uh, um, they like yeah. the odd one with the parents. Oh, he's going to go you again. Know, but... Uh, he's going to go in warmer weather, maybe yeah. next summer when, you know, like I told him August, September, you know, it'd be really nice, you know? Um, so yeah, we'll yeah, see. Hopefully he sticks it out and continues with it. Yeah, I think so. He's got some blood in <laughs> mine in him. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I well, that's uh, my son's uh, twenty now, and he's sort of yeah. he's done college and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And he's contemplating what to do. He hasn't. I mean, back in the day, he used to say he was going to take my canoes and whatnot and go with buddies. But uh, they're into the music festivals, so mm. they go to oh, yeah. they go down to the end yeah. of September this year, yeah. and then some people are going to uh, Ohio, and they pitch a tent and yeah. listen to music all weekend on different stages and yeah. and whatnot but uh i might as well do it while you can right that's right but no that's uh yeah there's nothing really new going on with uh myself either like i say just maybe doing some weekend trips three-day trips here and there and that's pretty much it yeah it's it's hard to plan and have fun because i have this radio show that i have to keep planning yeah. for to... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> keeping this empire going yes you know especially with a bunch of peasants helping out yeah. <laughs> but I, i'm open this fall if you guys want to plan a you know a couple of day fall trip you know yeah I'm, th- I'm th- up that'd for be it. nice just let me know well we're looking at doing um canoe polling course oh yes in august yeah. The end of August. Oh. I don't think I told you about that yet. No, you have not. Yeah, I've been in touch with a guy, and we're looking at the uh, end of August uh, to uh, uh, head out Guelphway. Uh, it's not the same is, guy with the paddleboard, is it? Because remember, no. you're supposed to do the paddleboard. No, 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 no. We're doing we're oh. doing that one. Oh, okay. Uh, no, this is actually canoe pulling, like oh, okay. pulling your canoe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so we're just going to go teach us how to do that. In rivers? In rivers. Yeah. Up rapids, the whole the whole meal deal. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're not starting with rapids. Oh. He, he teaches you yeah. how to do it oh. and then you go to some swifts and stuff like okay. that and then you practice for a while. Apparently, like a, this, a, year a lot of people do this. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was surprised. It's big on the coast. Yeah. The East Coast through yeah. Maine yeah. and Nova Scotia, yeah. New Brunswick, that sort of thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that do it. It's, it's a dying art form. 
I have seen some footage of it. It was kind of interesting. Did yeah. Jim Baird? Uh, yeah, I yeah, think he's uh, done it he's, too. He's put some stuff up. Yeah, yeah, about that. yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no, we've contacted him, and right now we're looking at the end of August. We're gonna head out Guelph Way, and uh, learn us some skills, and put them to test and into use. And uh, like I say, he says you got to practice for a season or so before you yeah. get into the advanced one. Yeah. But then yeah, these guys go. They go polling straight up like class three rapids and stuff mm-hmm. right. yep. you know he's standing in your canoe and zipping on up that's awesome i know the first time I, I'll, I'll stick that pole in the ground and, and it'll stick and i'll be up the creek without a pole <laughs> <laughs> no you'll be down oh down uh, yeah yeah, yeah sorry, down be the up there waving yeah. at you see you buddy <laughs> Toss but, me my pole. yeah no you know what it's, it's all the new skills you're learning i mean that's a weekend thing yeah we're not up camping but at least we're on the water right and that's the, the whole purpose of it all is getting out on the water and uh, having some fun, learning some new skills. And that's one of the ones we're going to uh, going to try out. He says you got to have a helmet, though. Yeah? Really? Yeah, because yeah, you're, you're probably going to fall. <laughs> Didn't say necessarily in the water, yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to strike your melon off of yeah. like, the gunnels yeah. of the or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe Derek, but he probably wouldn't notice. But, uh, <laughs> 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 See the stuff i got to deal with? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hey, you can't make fun of Derek. Uh, Who can you make yeah, fun yeah, of? That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got that coming up. I forgot about that. That's like a month away. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that out in Guelph. Um, he was willing to come out our way, but uh, said, you know what? You know that waterway out there already. Yeah. So we might as well go to where he knows and learn our stuff. Plus, it gets us out of, out of the area. and Someplace new, a new body of water, that sort of thing. And that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, we've talked, I think, episode 37 we talked about uh, pulling, pulling the canoe. Hmm. You yeah. know, we, this, well, we, you know the episode numbers and what was on each one. Well, we talked about the in reach and spot. Yeah, and then we talked about canoe pulling. <laughs> you must study the old episodes. I guess so. How do you not remember this? <laughs> How do you get up and get dressed? Oh, I know. Your wife makes you get dressed. You know, I'm gonna. I gotta cover the paper. Um, I'm gonna try and guess what episode we're recording right now, and I'm thinking it's seventy nine. 76? 76. I was close. 76. And that's the one we're recording now. So you expect me to remember the one we did six months ago? (laughs) Six months ago? (laughs) (laughs) That's our radio empire, Mike. This is what we're dealing with here. Oh, geez. No, actually, I just, uh, I was looking through some of the stuff and updating some lists. That's the only reason I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> Otherwise, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know myself. Uh, there's days where I get up in the morning, I'm sure I'd forget my name. And if my pants aren't sitting there, I'd be walking out without them. So, but uh, no, that's, that's, I think that's all that's going this year. Like I say, it's, it's, the summer is half over. There's only a month left of actual summer yeah. before school starts and you start getting into the routines of, of different stuff. But, I mean, we still got September, October for, for yeah, canoeing. Yeah, and, and I plan on getting out for a couple long weekends of September mm-hmm. with the kids and stuff like that. Because it's always nice to get up to uh, up north and, and see the fall colors, right? It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, like my daughter, she loves seeing that stuff. Siobhan, she loves seeing that stuff. So it's... It's one of those things. Every fall, we have to get out and somewheres, right? Usually, yeah. Algonquin. Mm-hmm. Now you do. Um, you've gone on uh, some solo stuff through Killarney, Mike. Yes. Now you rent when you're up there. You don't bring any of your canoes up usually. I because you take your bike, right? I one year I brought. Uh, I rent a canoe and uh, drove my street bike up with my uh, pack and my saddle or uh, my life jacket and uh, paddles paddle and <laughs> and I rent a canoe up that way for a one week and then uh, the following year I, I brought up one of my ospreys a uh, wooden uh, in a car in, in my truck yeah. yeah yeah and I've gone around there yes you know you yeah. can you can probably make yourself a trailer for your motorcycle <laughs> yeah. yes I've seen that yes <laughs> yeah slacker. Yeah. Actually, Derek sent me a... Yeah, I sent you a picture of the... He sent me a picture of exact same bike, street bike I have. Yeah. With a trailer yeah. with a canoe on it. I thought, oh, God. What are you waiting for? I don't think I can boogie down the 401 and the 400 with... <laughs> with a <the> canoe <laughs> behind, behind you? you? No. Wait, you speed too much? <laughs> well... Uh, You'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Now, you you take your own paddle because you have a... Uh, yeah. You prefer the bent bench Yeah, the bench shaft. I, yeah, I, I had it made for me like 10 years ago, and I've been using it ever since. And I just... 
I'm used to it, and I, you know, um, it's it's awkward with the J stroke, but I'm just used to it. And uh, I've been looking at some straight paddle, uh, you know, for uh, you know soloing, but uh, I'm so used to the, the paddle now. You know, it's it's part of me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you might as well bring it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, if, if you're going on a on a yeah. solo trip for a while, you don't yeah. want to be fighting a new yeah. paddle as well. Yeah. You want to be working with something that you're definitely yeah. used to, yeah. right? I've been thinking about trying a double blade uh, paddle, but I have not the opportunity to try it yet. Yeah. With a, I think what, like a be... kayak paddle in a canoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but you cross. That's and... becoming so common, though. I know. You see yeah. that everyone has the. I've straight... thought about yeah. trying it too. Yeah. They have two two different types of paddles with them, right? And they cross those big lakes, those double bladed uh, paddles, and they're yeah. just boogieing and. Yeah. Well, you see, you see the racers doing it. Yeah. You see people in the yeah. in the solo canoes doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. They're just going yeah. to town. It's just. I mean, it the creates are... it creates a little bit of efficiency, right? Yeah. yeah. But, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it and you, I think anybody who would do that would uh, there. You're not using certain skills like it, you're you're not going to be using a J stroke and stuff like oh, that. No, definitely, no, 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 definitely. You're just paddling and on both yeah. sides constantly, and yeah. you're that's how you 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 paddle stronger or weaker depending on which way you want to yeah. turn instead of using J strokes and draws. I and, I think I would prefer if I was going to do the double bladed paddle. Um, in my canoe, it would be because of weather, wind, yeah. waves, oh, yeah. that yeah. sort of thing, right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I don't think I would use it because it's, right. it's part of the skills you learn. Yeah. Canoeing. Yeah. It's something all, you're all used to. Work. Yeah. I mean, right? you're in a river system. You're going to put that thing away and just use a straight, you know, a single yes. blade. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Single blade paddle. Yeah. yeah. You would think. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know a few people that are, you know, they bring the, both types of paddles with them on trips yeah. and i see them switching off depending on the uh the river and the lakes they're on and the wind and whatnot yeah i, I think the wind and the waves would be the contributing factor which, yeah. if i use a double blade or not yeah i mean i don't even own one so i, I can't see me owning one for a canoe but mm. never say never because <laughs> it may happen one day no but uh yeah th- like i say it's, it's becoming more popular and you, you see the people doing the racing and stuff like that and uh, we yeah. talked about a couple of the races on the show and you yeah. You start looking at the footage. You see some people ripping by with the double bladed. <laughs> yeah. You know, it looks odd in a yeah. tandem canoe yeah. Yeah. with both of them using a, yeah. a, a kayak a yes. paddle. Yeah. It yes. really looks odd seeing that going down. But imagine being able to keep some pretty good speed up because your your paddle stroke would be faster because mm-hmm. instead of yeah. instead of paddle reset paddle yeah. it's like paddle the reset yeah. is the next paddle stroke yeah. so it, you're you're actually a little bit more efficient yeah i've yeah. had those guys pass me on canoe lake uh sometimes and i get really competitive and I, oh yeah and i'll just stroke 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 i'll just try to keep up with them <laughs> <laughs> i last for about five minutes and i'm done okay. that. go ahead that. <laughs> you're done yeah but with your uh yeah. when you're in one year like your Osprey or something like that, yeah. and you got that bench shaft going, and yeah. whatnot. We're tootling along, and you just hit Canoe Lake, and you're gone. Mm. You know, by the time we tootle into shore, mm. you're already loaded and going for a shower, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. This is, Do you yeah. find it hard to stern paddle with a bench shaft? Uh, depending on the wind. Yeah. Uh, the wind is a big factor. Right? I only ever on use it in the bow. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, never. I've I've yeah. tried the bench shaft yeah. in the stern position, but it's just. It's too awkward. It's hard to do the J stroke. It's it hard is. To do... you, you need that extra twist of your wrist, and it, yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely a little harder for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like for that power stroke. I just yeah, I, yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, if it's, it's what you've gotten used oh, to yeah. over the years, yeah, exactly. and keep with it, right? You should make yourself another one, right. or or when you make you had it made canoe. for you. What's that? You had that bench shaft made for you? Yeah, I had that one made for me uh, for a guy that used to race uh, marathons and that uh, canoe. And uh, yeah, so he made it. It was a German guy. Well, you've done a couple uh, canoe races, have you not? Uh, yeah, amateur things. They're yeah. my way, yeah. Still? Yeah. yeah. Still. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, it's more or less, more or less dragging the canoe down of uh, low water creeks. And <laughs> what, what was the name of this race? Uh, black the Blackwater Regatta. Yeah. Blackwater Regatta. Yeah, yeah. And you won it a couple times. You did, didn't you? Yeah, I uh, actually won it five times. In the, in the you trophy. currently have the trophy. Yeah, I have the trophy. Yeah. It's a, a toilet seat. It's a <laughs> trophy with a paddle across it. Uh, the trophy came across these bunch of guys in the spring to celebrate the start of the season. 
these guys uh, yacht club uh, with start of the season boating season they decided to all get together and uh, let's have a canoe race and we start at this creek and we finish at this marina and uh, you know it's going across farmland and the portage and do whatever they had to do to get to you know the only rule is they had to go under each bridge other than that they can do whatever they want i mean they can port they can run across the farm field if they wanted to but anyways uh the first race this toilet seat was found in the high waters it was left up in a tree and the, one of the, the original guys took it and and now it's got all our different plaques on it and i think my buddy uh, Kevin uh, and I won it last, and uh, I ended up with the trophy. And everyone was like, you know, this race went on for 30 years, and everyone just it, was, it died out. And the younger guys says it's too hard, and it just died out. <laughs> it's too and hard. I ended up with the trophy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Keeper of the trophy. Yeah, I am. <laughs> there you go. Keeper of the seat. Uh, yeah, it's hanging up in my shop right now. <laughs> wow, that's something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, you know what? But if, if you're getting out there and you're doing stuff like that, and, you know, that's, that's a lot of fun. Just because uh, yeah. you got to think there's there's a probably a good uh, party afterwards. And Oh, there was. It was a chili cook-off after, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should start a new one. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, the problem is trying to find young guys now. Just, just want to, you know. Get everyone, the old guys. Get them off their iPhones and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah. Well, no, make, an, make some sort of thing that you've got to use a GPS on your iPhone. Oh, there uh... Right? That'll, that'll get them out there. Yeah. Just like a geocache sort of thing. Do a poker run. Oh, yeah. Where you got to first once to each place or something, you got to find a, a card mm-hmm. or something like that. And mm-hmm. whoever gets to the marina first with mm-hmm. a full deck yeah. or whatever, they, mm-hmm. they win. A toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet lid. Oh. Maybe the bowl. Um, now, Mike, you were in my canoe when we did the Brent run last year. Yes, yes. And that was fun. Yes. You want to do it again? With you? (laughs) 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 I don't know how to take that. Well, uh, (laughs) I was talking to Scott Rogers. We were talking about maybe doing it again to break the record, but. uh. (laughs) Yeah? You going to try it? Well, last year I said, Scott, you want to do it? And we were all gun ho and it just died off. And we, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know what? If you could do it uh, without those wins. Yeah. That yeah. would have, that would have been a blast. Yeah. We were right on track, right? till we yeah. had big trout and, uh. Once those winds kicked up. Oh. Was there another group that did that in the spring? They did it in the spring this year. I never did find out what happened to that. Yeah. I never did here. Yeah. Oh yeah. This year? Mm-hmm. I have yeah. to talk uh, Gord. Gord must know. Yeah, Gord, Gord Baker. So I remember, I think it was you who was wishing them well or something. Yep. On... Yeah, I wished them well back in the spring. and Because uh-huh. uh, they were doing it, I think, pretty much exactly the same time we did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah end of yeah. June. Yeah, yeah, the longest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I never did never did hear what happened. It was just uh, two guys? Week. Two people? Yeah. Oh. Yep, they were they were going to try it. Oh, it was just two of them, eh? As far as I know, it was just the two of them, yeah. And told good luck and have fun and... yeah. You know, like I say, the only thing you got to watch out for is the winds. That's what took it right out of our sails. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, uphill both ways sort of thing. (laughs) Uh, That was fun, though. You got to admit, that was... Oh, yeah. I I remember everything. That was awesome, yeah. Uh, You know, even with the wind and joking and seeing the moose and stuff like that. Yeah. You know. Sleep beside the fire and catfish. Sleep beside the fire, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. (laughs) No, yeah, you buggered off off of there and left Well, I just, you guys were all messing around the fire. They were trying to get it going, and I was just like, no, you know what? I'm going to lay down right here and throw my my jacket on the ground, my... My uh, my uh, life jacket there is a pillow and yeah, you're snoring like curled up fifteen and, seconds. I'm like yeah. I'm starting to light a fire and is he snoring already? So my god, I don't waste time, buddy. I got sleeping to do. We're up and then we're we're yeah. gone. Yeah, I think we were up at four thirty a.m. Uh, dusk was up and mm-hmm. I went around. Come on, guys, let's go. Yeah. And then all the frogs. Oh yeah, oh, that, that was, cr- that was yeah. something. Yeah, through catfish, that was yeah. awesome. That was really awesome. What was the time you guys did? You guys were on track in the first half, and then you yeah we ended up forty hours. Forty hours. Yeah. 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 We were we were on track. I think good what, to match the fastest yeah. pace to match to match the pace. Yeah. yeah. And then once we hit big trout, that winds just yeah just killed it. You, you, yeah, we went from what seven kilometers an hour basically to like two and a half three <laughs> kilometers yeah. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It just shot us down that fast. Mm-hmm. And you're just fighting it and fighting it. And you're doing it. And it's a big chunk of water, too. Yes. Big open yes. space of water. Now, coming back, we, we we did the islands. 
we uh, played uh, peekaboo around the islands coming back. Yeah, I remember Burn right. Island being bad. And, yeah. yeah. And then, well, even the end, coming through the Joes. Yeah, the Joes, yeah. That was yeah. nasty. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. nasty. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. eh, it was all fun. You know, it was it was quite the experience. I'm sure we'll, we'll remember for quite the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll try it again. Yeah. Because I think after that, we said, hey, the Yukon River Race. Yes. Yeah. Who wants to do the Yukon River Race? <laughs> Mike's looking like, hey, <laughs> how do I get out of this one? <laughs> I don't know. I'm stupid. I'm up. I'm up for anything. <laughs> you know what? Like you go there with the with with to have fun. You know, it's just, and I take the same view as when I'm going to a casino. I'll take twenty bucks and I go there with the point of not bringing that twenty bucks out. Yeah. Right. If I come out with that twenty bucks and more, then so be it. But I. Probably I'm not coming out with that 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's the sort of same sort of thing. I'm going up there to have fun. I may not break a record. I may not win any races. Yeah. But I'm going to have fun while I'm trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think all four of us that did, did the route, I think we all had a blast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was parts where we were getting tired and, you know, slipping. And I mean, that's the Crank. only reason we ended up having a snooze is because oh, we were yeah. slipping on it. You know, in the middle of the night, you're slipping on some portages and stuff like that. Yeah, it gets kind of dangerous when you get uh, exhausted like yeah. that. You don't want to twist an ankle. and. <laughs> well, and that's exactly it, because yeah. you got three other guys that are yeah. tired trying to haul your carcass yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, and then, <laughs> while, while laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you, oh. Something's going to go wrong. You know, yeah. it's going to go sideways. Yeah. So, you know, as much as you want to do it, you got to just use your brain. And, mm-hmm. and I think we all did. I yeah. uh, said, you know what, let's just take a quick two-hour power snooze and get back and... I think it was four yeah, hours. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be a two-hour power snooze. Oh, a four. Yeah. I think it was a four. It was midnight-ish. I think we... Uh, yeah, it was about 12.30. Then uh, we... Shangri-La and yeah. 4.30, I think we got up. And... Yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> during the night there, there was that was would have been some nice paddling. Yeah. The full moon and everything. Yeah, we timed yeah. it perfect. Yeah, the and it went. Uh, it got cold that night too. I remember, like five yeah. degrees. It, yeah. I was. Yeah, and we borderline. were in the tent, no sleeping bags. I was no borderline. Nothing. I was borderline <laughs> cold. Yeah. Yeah. Life jacket on, everything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, you know what? That that would have been. Yeah. That was some real. Like I say, when we left uh, at the beginning there, and we were out on Canoe Lake, and and then heading north to the Joes, that was beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. The full moon, the sunrise. Yeah. yeah. You know, Sunrise like, on Bird Island. Yeah. Uh, that was absolutely Island, fantastic. Yeah, through the islands there. What was the date that you guys did that? That would have been June... Was it the 24th? Yeah. 24th? 26th? Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. 22nd? Yeah. Yes. But I remember, yeah, we specifically did that weekend because it was uh, the full, full moon. moon. Yeah. Right? So that would give us the yeah. most light. Yeah. 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 And it definitely did. Day, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And yeah, that was, that was awesome. That was an awesome trip. And uh, just seeing the stuff we did and the fact that we got all the way up there did our did what we need to do headed all the way back and we did it we right. didn't quit any other way yep. and there's i think there was one point when we said well if we turned around now <laughs> you know when we knew we weren't going to break the record yeah. but then we were all sort of looking at each other yeah. why would we do that yeah. yeah on the way back there was some discussion if well if we cut this lake and do that lake but it's not the brent run anymore right if we've gone this far why would we why do would that? you yeah why would you just yeah. Out? no yeah exactly <laughs> just just continue on and yeah. uh and do it. Best part when we got back too, is Derek had steaks for us. Oh, mm-hmm. Derek had steaks. Yeah, and there was uh, drinks to be. Yeah, had, it was there was tents. To banners be in, going and, off, fireworks. Oh, trumpets, it was parades. Yeah, it was dancing awesome. Girls, you yeah. Name it. Oh yeah, the dancing yeah. girls. Yeah, <laughs> I, missed, <laughs> I missed all that. Yeah. <laughs> no, the steaks. The steaks. That was yeah. that was awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. After eating all that granola bars and <laughs> garbage like that yeah. for yeah. the past forty hours, yeah. water, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, and then the pollen trying to filter. Oh, yeah. Not get all that pollen through oh, the yeah, filter. Yeah. And that. I was like, oh, yeah. man. That was, uh, that was something. But the the heat, that that got a bit uh, hot, really hot at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the bugs at the portages. Yeah. The skeeters was, got a little bad sometimes. Yep. Yeah. I remember the skeeters. Yep. <laughs> but I'd do it again. I, I think I would do it again. Mm. <laughs> i didn't say right now uh, with me <laughs> oh, yeah yeah because you carried the canoe over uh, uh yeah. over over the uh, unicorn hill yes yeah yeah actually you know everyone makes a big deal about the portage it's not that bad really you well just, if you're just, it's just doing... steady it's yeah. just steady take your time it's just a steady climb i mean clarney has worse portages so let's put it that way <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean yeah you, you, I think it's just because of the way it is. It, it's one of the few. Yeah, in exactly. The park. That's yeah. why everybody makes it such exactly. Plus, yeah. right. people like to complain. Yeah. 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 So that's an average portage in Clarny. Let's put it yeah. that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Clarna has worse. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> now we we're going to talk about something after we take a commercial break and and a sort of when I knew you were coming up and and I was thinking about some trips we did. Do you remember going into Manitou? Yes. And we thought, oh man, the wind's behind us. This is going to be fantastic. Oh yeah, that was. And then we turned the corner. Yeah. And the wind was face on, and the troughs. Oh, the, yeah. The, like I mean, those were what two, three feet deep. Yeah. You know, and there yeah. was points where yeah. I'm right on top of the wave. Yeah. And there's nothing. Just paddling underneath air. me. Yeah, air. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we head straight down into the trough, and I am soaked. Yeah. And the water just coming over the. Over the bow into the canoe, turn around and Mikey's back there bailing. That was a great trip. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Well, that sort of that that got me thinking about a few things, and I came across uh, something. So we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back. We're going to talk uh, outrigger canoes and canoe surfing. Yes. Because this is a thing. Yeah. Just think Hawaii. Think Hawaii. Happy thoughts. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Paddling Adventures Radio on Reno Viola Outdoors. Do you enjoy getting on the water with a paddle in your hand? If so, this show's for you. Listen to Paddling Adventures Radio every Wednesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. and see what's happening in the world of paddle sports. Paddling Adventures Radio. Whether you're close to home or far away, grab a paddle and get on the water. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. And welcome back. Uh, we're talking with Mike Burns in the studio this evening. Um, he was uh, been with us for many, many years, um, canoe tripping and and whatnot. We did the Brent Run together last year and uh, built some really nice cedar strip canoes. And he's a bent paddle enthusiast. kind of guy, yeah. yeah, enthusiast. So he's in the studio with us today, and uh, he's. Uh, going to talk to us about, uh, or with us, about outrigger canoes. Because, uh, as I said before the break, Mike and I had been on a canoe trip and uh, some massive waves. We were, we were heading them straight on. And uh, it was like you were surfing on top of it. And I was researching some stuff and came across um, canoe surfing, which brought up outrigger canoes. Um, so outrigger canoes basically is just a canoe, long canoe, uh, with... A one or more lateral supports out the side, known as an outrigger. All you got to do is think of Hawaii Five O in yeah. Hawaii, right? Yeah, you, the opening credits Hawaii Five O. You see them out there in the outrigger canoe racing on the open ocean, and 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 it makes sense to have the outrigger because they are in open ocean. You're talking huge rollers; they end up surfing down the faces of these waves. Yeah, and I mean, they've been around for hundreds of years. Yes, they they've even uh, some of the the, the explorers. You know, when they went to Tahiti and Polynesia, stuff like that, you know, back in the, the 1500s, 1700s, they were talking about seeing these these outriggers w- even way back then. Um, so, yeah, one or two outriggers out each side. Usually you see them with just, just the one, right? Just the one, yes. Now, unlike the single-hulled canoe, which we all, you know, usually paddle, the outrigger... Because it's like a double-hulled canoe with the outrigger on the hull, or yeah. off, connected to the hull. Yeah, so instead of a, a catamaran, like catamaran, catamaran style, yeah. this is like a like a, a mini catamaran. Yeah. Like it's got one small sponson pontoon off the, off the side. Yeah, and because of that design, it generates a lot of stability. Yes. Right? And so... Um, just with the distance between it, so the shape of the hull can be different than what we're used to. So they're typically longer, narrower, yeah. more hydrodynamic. Hydrodynamic? Yes. Right? Yeah. There's a big word for you. <laughs> uh, and they're, the, they're very efficient. Uh, I mean, we, we, what we use, they're, they're not as efficient because yes. we're hauling gear and stuff the like typical, that. You know, the typical canoe that we use in Canada, they had, have a fair amount of drag. They're wide-bodied for yeah. stability. 
uh, what's what's the typical design that we like? A prospector. A prospector canoe. So yeah. they they tend to have a little bit more drag. As soon as you stop paddling a, a regular canoe, you you don't coast for very long. Yeah, yeah. And these the outriggers. I mean, outriggers can be quite fast as well. Yeah. Um, being paddled or sailed in rough water. Yes. Which I mean, when you're getting out in the ocean, that's what you're hitting, right? Is some rough water. Uh, especially with the big waves and stuff like that. When you're going around Hawaii and stuff, I mean, like I say, Hawaii Five O. That's what you're seeing the surfers, yeah, huge and all huge that sort waves. of stuff, right? Huge wave. You're not getting that in the local lake. Yeah, as far as I know, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. all the lakes, but uh, um, the paddle or blade is used by the the paddler is usually single sided with a straight or double bent shaft. Uh, they do do the, the J stroke and things like that, but yeah, there, there are a, a number of differences. One of the big differences are the number of seats. Yes. You'll, you'll get them. And, and a lot of it's be, now become more of a racing thing than you just getting out and like fishing and traveling. Cause that's what they used to be. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, it was it was practical tool, and now it's just become a sport because they don't need it as the practical tool anymore. Although, like in Polynesia and stuff like that, you still see a lot of these outrigger canoes for like the fishermen going out and throwing their nets and stuff like that. It's still very common in in so for a working boat, a work boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah but sure. uh, in what we would typically see now is simply sport and racing, and and uh, so it's used. You know, everything is used in different methods, right? So there, there's still a lot of these workboards out there, but it's what I typically see now is just for sport. It's just for sport. Uh, and yeah, if you Google the outrigger canoes, they're, they're, you'll, you'll get tons and tons of uh, pictures of them from, you know, nice blue water, big waves, the whole, the whole thing. So there's six seats typically. Yes. Numbered one to six. Uh, number six is usually the steerer, the steerman, steer person, and they're sitting at the back. And they're, of course, as it says, their primary responsibility is steering the thing. Uh, the paddler sitting in seat one is called the stroke or the stroker, and is responsible for setting the pace. But, I mean, that's just like when we're, if you're in a regular race in a regular canoe, you know, you yeah. get the guy in the back, and the guy at the front's the one that has to, and, and the guy in the yeah. back steers yeah. and, and matches pace, right? The dragon boat racers, yeah, same thing. Yeah, that's the same sort of, uh, same sort of deal. Uh, the stroker should have a high level of endurance to keep the rate, mm -hmm. because everybody else is going off him, so he's got to be the one that's constantly, constantly going, right? He's got to be the same as much as possible, you know, uh, the same rate the, the entire trip, whether it's a quick race or a long race. Uh, the first two positions um, after him are can be used for steering. They they do do some steering stuff, but basically they're they're known as the powerhouse people. Yeah, they just uh, give her. They just give her. They just <laughs> just paddle. And yeah. any one of these two can be uh, a caller who says, "Okay, let's switch." They switch sides. Yeah. Right. So that and that's what they do. They they're the ones that call us. They let's quickly switch sides, and they of course got to pick up the pace and and keep up with the guy in the in the front. I find it interesting the way they talk about the the caller, and they describe it. And I didn't think it would be that important, but uh, they put a lot of importance in the callers. They they say the person has to be uh, well. They describe some of his you know the talents that that a typical caller should have, right? And uh, so they're saying that you know we're, we're they talk about good leadership skills and right. knowing how to think off the top of their head in any situation. I'm thinking, what? How is that so important? But I guess it's because you're in open water. It could be rough water and yeah. they, they have to... You got to know when to speed up, when to slow down. Yeah. 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 What types of stroke, like, yeah, when to totally give her, like you said, yeah. Yeah. or ease up a bit. So I thought it was interesting how they put so much level of importance on the caller. Yeah. And they do, they do say that every person in the boat is is uh has a responsibility yeah. and are a part of it because yeah. and it's it's a team effort right yes uh so the the steersman of course is has to be able to maintain a straight uh a straight line because <laughs> you know <laughs> going to point a to point b that's that's pretty much it good idea uh he's also it's also his duty to keep the boat and the crew safe in rough conditions so if he knows something's going it's his job to make sure they're not going to go over you know uh, he uses a, a single-bladed steering paddle, which has a larger blade than the standard outrigger paddle. is built stronger and has less 
or no bend in the shaft. And they talk about different strokes he uses. Uh, poking, which is holding the paddle vertically against the side of the canoe, causing drag on that side, which, I mean, we do that. Yeah. You know, you just hold it to, to steer, In right? a different way. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, drawing. Which yeah. is... Paddling at 45 to with. 90 degree angle. Yeah. Pull the water under the canoe. Posting. Holding the paddle in the water out to the side with the forward edge angled opposite to the desired turn direction. Um, and that's usually a prelude to drawing. Okay. And then paddling, which is... What's know, paddling? I don't know. I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, paddling increases the total power moving the canoe forward compared to other steering methods. So yeah, so he's got a he's got to keep everything. He's got a lot on his plate when he's uh, in that canoe. That's for sure. Um, that outrigger uh, paddlers they use a single bladed paddle, single or double bent shaft. A double bent shaft. It sounds that's... like uh, well, you know the the fancy snow, snow shovels, shovels that yeah. you can get with a double bent shaft. Yeah. My my bent shaft is just got a single bend. You have a double bent, don't you? Where no, they, no. Because well, the, the, the main bend is down at the bottom by the, th- the neck or the yeah. throat. You have another bend. At and the, another one up, grip. right up by the grip. The grip, yeah. Mine so is just an offset grip. But yeah, yeah, you can have a double grip. Yeah. Or a double bend, yeah. Uh, each paddler paddles on the opposite side from the other, which is exactly exactly the same. All paddlers switch sides simu- simultaneously on a call from the one who's designated um, and the steerer may paddle either side as well as switches needed for steering purposes. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. The steersman is also, uh, switching sides so that the outrigger doesn't pop up out of the water and capsize the, the boat. <laughs> that, <laughs> sounds, that sounds, could be important. That sounds important to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In rough water, uh, enough to splash into the canoe, paddlers also need to pay attention to the water level in the canoe <laughs> and report the situation to the steerer and bail out as necessary. We have water. <laughs> Are your feet wet? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as we were saying, modern times now, it's, it's become a sport. The uh, outrigger canoe racing has become popular. Uh, numerous clubs located throughout the world. In Hawaii, outrigger canoe racing is their state sport. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, and a lot of it is in schools and stuff like that. So you're yeah. doing, you, you, I mean, they're, they're right, right from young, young ages. The six person outrigger canoes are the most common you're going to see for sport and the single person outrigger canoes, which would be kind of cool to get one of those out on Lake Ontario in, in the bad weather. Yeah. Like the, not the it bad weather, but the high winds. Yeah. Because I got to think it's going to do the same thing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there are people surf in Lake Ontario, right? Yeah. Like yeah, there's be, there's places that they're surfing in in, in Lake yeah. Ontario when the weather the winds yeah. in in winter yeah. when the when the big storms come in so you see them out there in in wetsuits all or dry their, suits yeah. and yeah. all rigged up for like <laughs> it's got to be cold <laughs> Lake Ontario is cold as it is I cannot imagine going I out there in, in the winter, winter. would be like yeah. five six foot surfs yeah. out there I yeah. would imagine yeah. eh? six footers yeah. Yeah. yeah um so when it comes to racing. Length of the races, short sprints to longer events. There are actually like 42 kilometer races. Yeah, marathons, yeah. The number of races raced over distances that far exceed 42 kilometers even. Like there's some that go between big islands and stuff like that. But the average, you know, they're, they're usually 20 to 30 kilometers. And with younger age groups, five to eight kilometers sort of thing. Now, here's the part I really liked. And I know we were talking about it before. Um... Longer races involving six-member canoes have nine people. Yes. But three of the people aren't in the boat. (laughs) So why are they on the team, you may ask? There's a second boat, a power boat with those three people. And in that boat, those three people are eating, resting, drinking, whatever. That boat powers up ahead of the outrigger that's racing. Those three people get out. Yeah. <laughs> in the water. Yeah. Like, you know. Jump ship. Jump ship. <laughs> and as the outrigger comes towards them, it does not slow down. No. They grab onto the outrigger part. Yes. And climb in. Yeah. To replace three people who, as they're climbing in, roll jump out the other side. Yeah, and then, they're picked, and up then by, they're picked up by the by power, power boat. boat. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> 
How is that a thing? <laughs> we we come across a lot of this in our show. How yeah. is this a thing? Oh, uh, so yeah, so that's exactly it. And and what my thing is, what happens when one of these people miss? Yes, yeah. exactly. Right, because you got to get three people grabbing yeah. this outrigger. And I assume they're still in. moving and paddling. And oh yeah, everybody's still going. People so. are jumping out. The other guys are climbing in. So there's six people in transition, and then there's so, bodies flying yeah. everywhere. There's paddles flying the other everywhere. Three people will moving. still be. <laughs> So they gotta stop and pick up one if someone didn't get on. I'm time? I'm thinking the, ah. if you you got a guy that you're re, who's replacing you, if he latches on, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't latch on, you're not good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Your so, guy never made it on. Stay on board. You're on for another twenty to twenty to uh, thirty minutes, which is usually what it is. But uh, yeah, that was uh, a kind of a, a cool thing to. Uh, uh, read is is how they do that. I couldn't picture doing that. I guess if you're doing it all the time, it yeah. just becomes second hat, right? But you figure, yeah, these guys are just you got this big six guy canoe with the outrigger coming at you full speed. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me just grab this, <laughs> climb on in. Like, how much have you ever jumped out of your canoe and tried to climb back in? Uh, once, once. Mm-hmm. And how rare. how much fun was that? No, it's not fun. Now do this while it's moving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm saying. And that's are, all I'm these saying. These are mo- mostly done in uh, open uh, ocean waters. O- open ocean in between islands in the South Pacific. Now, now you throw some some sharks and stuff into there. <laughs> now we're talking oh, yeah. sport. Uh, uh, shark waters, yeah, yeah, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've just eaten and they've got like food smell all over them. Yeah. So the sharks are going to jump in and get them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking is. Uh, that's a, that's a good time. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, and those boats are just motoring too. Yeah. So I'm showing the guys right now, it's a crew change on the, in the uh, outrigger canoe, and it shows three guys climbing in, three guys jumping out, and then some a camera person is floating in the water handing a Red Bull to I the uh, steersman. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's just floating in the water, the canoe goes, the outrigger goes right over top yeah. of him, and he's handing the, the steersman <laughs> a Red Bull. Yeah. Here you go, crew change. Yeah, because I guess the I guess the steersman doesn't really. He no, can't he stays change. on board the whole time. Yeah, he's got to stay on board the whole time. It's just the powerhouse, right? or the, what they call them, the power team. The, yeah, the, the power power guys, the powerhouse guys. Those guys wow. are ripped too. Holy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're all muscle guys. <laughs> so, so when it comes to these races, they the the paddlers and crews are usually classified by gender and age. So, of course, gender classification straightforward: male, female, and co-ed. Um, numbers of males and female paddlers are, are the same in, in the boats. Age classifications, there's youth, like 19 under, 16 under. Utes. 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 Uh, <laughs> master divisions with a minimum age is typically 35 to 40. And an open division, which is everybody and anybody. And there are novice divisions as well, which are people that have only been paddling so many, under so many years. Yeah. Right, so newer people and stuff like that. And over the, uh, the time now, um, there's a lot of outrigger organizations throughout the United States. Uh, East Coast Outrigger Racing Association, Hawaiian Canoe Racing Association, Northern California Outrigger Canoe Association, Southern California Outrigger Canoe Association, and a lot more. One of the things that I found pretty cool was canoe surfing in the outriggers. And um, it's basically just like surfing. Yeah. Hmm. But you got six people in this outrigger, and he lines that up as the as the paddle the, the the waves coming, and they ride that wave and then shoot straight surf down it. the front and, and surf it. And that's some free speed. That's the, no energy. It's like it's just it's free like speed. You're taking a break. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But they and of course he's got to steer and he's got to make sure that the outrigger <laughs> don't parts do. stay in. Right. Don't yeah. roll. Don't roll. And um, <laughs> there's some people they've taken it to a new level where they start doing tricks. Oh, okay. So somebody will hold up, and they say the typical, you know, the macho surf guy holding up a woman while you're cruising down the front of these big waves, <laughs> right? And you get you get some, and you see if you Google it, you'll see pictures of of women standing on the outriggers. Yes. While it's going. Yeah. This is a pretty cool sport. <laughs> I, I think if I'm going to Hawaii, I'm going to try it. Well, definitely. If you go to Hawaii, I don't think I'd. I don't think you could find the stuff here. No, we can try it. <laughs> anyway, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. You are listening to Paddling Adventures Radio on Reno Viola Outdoors. Do you enjoy getting on the water with a paddle in your hand? If so, this show's for you. 
Listen to Paddling Adventures Radio every Wednesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. and see what's happening in the world of paddle sports. Paddling Adventures Radio, whether you're close to home or far away, grab a paddle and get on the water. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. And welcome back. Uh, Derek, it looks like it's uh, time. Closed out another episode. Another episode, number 76. Uh, We'd like to thank Mike Burns for being a special guest today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, you didn't uh, know you were doing this, but... uh, You know, it was good to help you guys out. Well, somebody's <laughs> got to help us out once in a while. Yeah, it does. Now you know what it's all about. So when you're listening to us in Windsor, yeah. now you can picture us sitting here. Absolutely. Wearing no pants, drinking beer, yeah. and recording shows. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. isn't it? Well, I wore shorts today. Uh, well, that's up to you, buddy. That's up to you. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening this week. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find past episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and our episode page on uh, Paddling Adventures Radio. Uh, thanks, like again, thanks again for Mike for coming. Right. Uh, for everybody, I'm Sean Rowley. Thank you. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.